Yo guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Polly podcast. Hope you're all doing well on this lovely... It's a Friday, it's nearly Friday, it's Thursday evening as we record this. But you'll be listening to this on a Tuesday. Um, yeah, we've got Reese Andy on the line as always. How are you both? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm alright, not too bad. How about you, Reese? I'm good. My life is consumed with work and Netflix, but all good. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get into that. But uh, I'm just going to quickly throw into our good friend Mike of Scumface. How are you, sir? I'm doing okay. Cheers. Good. 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 Mm. Just taking a sip of my very cold uh, Coca Cola. <laughs> um, so how is how's how have you found things? How's lockdown things been treating you guys? It's Mike first. Yeah, I, got a mic. I don't care about you two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> lockdown for me, uh, I was I was made redundant at the start of uh, 2020 and made the really terrible decision to just take a bit of time off before looking for something new. Then the pandemic came and I was out of work for most of the year. So my uh, my lockdown so far has been incredibly dull. I mean, that's that's pretty far. I mean, shout out to the unemployed club. I got made unemployed uh, literally like two weeks ago, and oh, I, I've, man. I've been having um, like four wall syndrome, pretty bad. So, but yeah. I did. I, I had to um, take my sister up to the hospital for her baby scan check. So I got out of the house. So I'm happy. <laughs> like, yeah, I interacted with other human beings. It was great. <laughs> I think everyone who's got the Google timelines on their on their phones and like it was just like everyone got it on like the 31st of December. They looked at it and were like, "Where have you been this year?" Morrison's and maybe the park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> home Tesco home. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think the best place to start is um, Scumface. And we're going to get on to titles and stuff, because your titles, your songs, are amazing. <laughs> I had a proper good laugh at Spotify when I was listening. I wasn't even listening to the songs at this point, just like some of the titles. But um, how did Scumface become a thing? How did it start? Uh, it started as a pretty dodgy one-man band uh, in... I was at college, so I guess probably about 50 maybe 16 years ago um, and I uh, I met a chap called Lambert at Leeds Fest in 2006 managed to talk him into uh, being the drummer and he's sort of been stuck in that arrangement for the last decade and a half amazing amazing yeah I was going to say because you're the guitarist in Leeds so two, you're a two piece is that right am I right in thinking that we're, we're a three piece okay. uh, we were a two piece for a while we're a three piece now it's sort of it's more of everyone is the lead singer okay cool but uh, I am guitars yeah yeah nice I was going to say some of the uh, some of the titles on, on your track do you want to give us a quick uh, highlight reel of some of your tracks so your famous track titles because they are great to be fair uh, I'll go through a couple of the ones I uh, wrote, I guess. Uh, House phone's ringing and I'm having a poo. Um, <laughs> that, that one's very serious. Don't take kind of laughter. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? You know, put on the spot. Oh, I can think of one of the 160 tracks I've written under this. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you come up with the... Like, the um... Obviously, when you did, like, obviously you'll get onto the lockdown tracks that you did last year, which were all amazing, uh, except for the White Claw one, which we'll have a chat about in a second. <laughs> um, do you usually come up with the name, the title first, or do you just, like, come up with, like, a, 
very quick riff or how, how do you sort of write, come up with the titles? Um, usually we will just kind of, well, when it was a band, it was, you know, the three of us stand in a room, we'd kind of start riffing and then we would either have a couple of titles in the bank already, just stuff that we've thought of, you know, while we've been apart and we'd just kind of crowbar some lyrics in. It's kind of the same workflow uh, doing this, you know, the songs on my own that I've been doing the last year or yeah, nearly a year uh, where I basically just churn a couple of riffs out and find a way to shout about a subject over the top. So I just want to quickly go through the Spotify. Uh, your most popular song on Scumface and Spotify is I'll give you 20 quid to fuck off, which is great. Uh, Punk's not dead. It just smells that way. Uh, buck, fe- buck fest or die or no to die young sorry um all my equipment is nicked as a personal favorite as well uh, <laughs> <laughs> as i have to say I... when i when i saw the titles it reminded me a lot uh so i play drums terribly um and i was in a band I play guitar terribly <laughs> i mean you've you've made a somewhat a career out of it i never did like i done like two shows with a band and um when the did you ever obviously watch the in-betweeners um yeah uh, they uh we were called feed the pony for you know we saw that one joke and thought that's a really good name for a for a title <laughs> and we had more ideas for obscene shirts than we did actually songs or lyrics so <laughs> but yeah we played like one one show it was great <laughs> but re- reading the song titles just reminded me of that idea of like having just really great song titles and things <laughs> Yeah, obviously one of the big things about obviously the start of Scumface and like there's like quite an interesting story on how you end up raising some money for Scumface featuring a certain bearded celebrity on TV. <laughs> so Andy yeah. Ant told me this before we started and I felt like a complete rabbit hole of looking at this stuff. It's actually amazing. <laughs> Explain. Yeah. Our, yeah. Um, before we had a, a human capable well semi-capable bass player uh our we were a two-piece and our bass player was a cardboard cutout of lord i guess he was sir at the time sir alan sugar (laughs) and uh i think probably most most ridiculously with that is uh, the first time we were fortunate enough to be asked to play at download uh they we had to well they told us about four days before the gig that we could come and play so we had like no time to throw uh, anything together. And our drummer had to come down on the train with that cardboard cut out of Alan Sugar <laughs> in tow. That's cool. I was like, honestly, I was actually referring to uh, your stint on Deal or No Deal. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've grabbed the total wrong end of the stick there. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Oh, well, I didn't know about the Alan Sugar thing, so that was, uh, that was pretty cool. But yeah. Um, Just please tell me. It was me one of those things where. I was going to say, please tell me your drummer had to travel quite a way on the train. I just got a, I got an image of him coming from like Glasgow, just with this massive car. It was, car. Well, it was um, train Cheadle Hume to Manchester, train Manchester to Sheffield, train Sheffield to Derby, and oh shuttle bus Derby to the festival. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> One thing I always love is when um, when you there's a, you put a picture up on Facebook of you with Noel Edmonds on the set of Deal or No Deal. And I always love watching people get surprised at the whole thing, and it's like a massive like rabbit hole. Like, I think I've seen that episode probably about five or six times now. You've seen I it more than pers- I have, then. <laughs> Personal favourite bit of mine is when, when Noel grabs you by the shirt and like sort of like and he sort of like roughs you up, sort of thing. 
That was um, when I, uh, yeah, that was to do with Scumface. He yeah, yeah he yeah. asked what my band was called. <laughs> I said Scumface, and he. I've got a great picture. I've got a really good picture of Noel with his hand like grabbing the scruff of my neck with one other with his fist up to my face. <laughs> so That's we nice. didn't we didn't know until Andy mentioned that he'd been on, on, on Deal or No Deal, obviously. And so me me and me and Matt decided to Google the episode just to see if we could find any information. Turns out people write full Detailed descriptions. Oh yeah, there's like a whole blog post about your episode. <laughs> Everything yeah, there was a there was episode. a real fan community at the time. Uh, <laughs> there was uh, yeah. we, there was uh, some, one of the other guys who was on it uh, sent me a message that he had found a um, a post on a forum. Which uh, was uh, which was my discovery that I at that time had a minor gay following uh the three <laughs> of us there was a debate on this forum over which one of us was was the most attractive and uh, uh, the only thing i can remember is mike isn't what i'd usually go for <laughs> <laughs> that's that's quality i love that um yeah going back to the uh, lockdown eps because obviously like um we'll go on to twitch streaming in a minute obviously you're, you you do a lot of streaming on twitch um <laughs> Was it something that, like, when you set out to do it, did you, you obviously did, like, an EP a week with about four or five songs on each EP? Yeah. And then, obviously, that um, came together in, like, a, a, an album called Clusterfuck 2020, uh, which is obviously a good refer reference to Cyberpunk. Um, when you set out to start doing that, was that something you, like, meant to do 100 songs, or was it something you did, like, on the, on the odd Friday when you were a bit <laughs> bored, or how did that come about? A uh, hundred songs was actually kind of a cop out. Um, when I started it, which was sort of early to mid May, I said I was going to do an EP a week for the rest of lockdown. I just didn't really <laughs> know how long lockdown was going to be. So I got to about October. I had 88 songs or something in the bank. And I thought, if I just take it to a hundred and then I can stop because. At that point, I was spending maybe 20 to 25 hours every week just making one of these EPs. And yeah. it was pretty good to recover that time. Yeah, there's so like genuinely some amazing songs on there. Like, um, uh, like I said, there's the one about White Claw, which I'm still hung up on. Because obviously, I remember you tried White Claw and uh, oh, obviously you heard a lot about it. So, so what is your issue? Is it that like it hasn't got much flavour or? It's liquid dust. <laughs> it's about reaching for a white claw at the moment. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I've actually no, just got, yeah. a, got, a, got one on hand. What, I, uh, what? It just on, in sorry. the in the in the break in the you know the small reprieve between lockdown and lockdown when we were allowed to see people a little in their gardens. Um, we went to see a friend of ours. We I picked. We went for booze on the way. I saw the you know the white claws, and I'd seen a lot of people talking about them. So I thought I'll just pick one up so I can try it. We all tried a bit, and I don't think it got finished. We all. We all <laughs> I will say for what it is, it is very expensive. It is. I, I do think it's really expensive. So for me, I think there's a lot more things I would have before white claw, but like I don't hate it as much as uh, I've seen some oh, people hate yeah, it. Yeah, dreadful. I I, tr I trialed it. I just thought it very expensive, but it just tastes like fucking 
just tastes like water with a bit of alcohol in it. It's quite refreshing, but See, fucking I, I think, I, think I've, I think I've figured out where you should have White Claw in your drinking situation. So, like, if you're going out for a night out with the lads, like, I'm, I'm a bit of a unit, but I can't drink to save my life. Like, as the drunk ass proved, I get drunk pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty quickly. Um, but if I have, like, four or five beers, and everyone else has done four or five beers, by about beer five or six, I'm starting to get a bit of a head, a bit of a headache. And I'm like, that's when you break out the white claw, because it's like drinking water. You yeah. You realise you're just <laughs> topping up your drunkenness, and then you crack on a beer. And then no one will look at you like you're a wet sack for not drinking. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it personally, but like for a nice like drink, but it's uh, fair enough. So one thing I've always loved about um, uh, you, I don't know if you're the one that comes up with the uh, the ideas for it, is how creative you get with actually selling your albums. So obviously a lot of your stuff is available on like Bandcamp and stuff, like you can do that for free. But um, I've always like I actually own. Um, um, one of your albums on floppy disk. I think oh, I yeah. remember, like number five of like six or something like that. Yeah, well, I think we sold this. seven. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's it's class to have something like that. And I think that's amazing. But I thought what you did with uh, Clusterfuck twenty twenty, and I was I really wanted to buy one, but it was just like just before Christmas, I just couldn't like, justify it, unfortunately. But um, yeah, what you did with Clusterfuck twenty twenty was absolutely amazing. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Absolutely surrounded by these things. I have I, I am surrounded by stacks of Mega Drive games that I'm slowly but surely peeling the labels off. It's uh it's a lot more work than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> well I think that's I mean obviously it's a nice little uh little project there in uh in obviously while we're in lockdown. But yeah, I've always loved the, the this creative stuff that you've done. Like I've always admired it. I mean I'm obviously quite a creative person myself and like oh, I yeah. I love the extra like mile that you put into it, and it's like that really personable sort of thing. And it's uh, it's something like that's really special. I think personally, I always think it's something that's really special to have that. Like I, like I said, I've got this. Uh, where is it? We just we've just had a tidy up because we've like we've had an estate agent round today, so um, Nicholas probably put it somewhere. But I've got all the albums over there, and like, and, and that was actually in private place. Uh, the the little uh, floppy disk, which I've never used. I've never had a computer with a floppy disk in for ages. Oh, I mean, um, it, it sounded terrible for what it's worth. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've I've always admired that. And like another thing I really like uh, with your creativity is obviously um, the live show you did uh, back in December on Twitch. Um, that must have taken you uh, a long, long time. I, mean, um, I, I I watched like I watched it the day I didn't watch it live because I can't remember what was happening on the day. I don't know if it was like Kelsey's birthday or something. But I watched it the day after and I was like blown away by the work that I mean to be fair, everybody put in on the whole the whole Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was amazing. Yeah. I, uh... But like yeah, I mean that obviously we've got you on the podcast. <laughs> but like what you how how long did that take? How long did that take to put together? Um it's a big don't know really. I took a guess it was maybe like 200 hours from uh recording filming uh and then the video edit uh as well as like building the drum kit and all the other daft crap i had to do i painted a guitar yeah it 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 was a bit much i'm gonna try and spend a little less time on the next one <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so awesome like so basically for everyone who anyone hasn't seen i do like I, I, is it still on twitch now or 
I'm gonna have to upload it somewhere. It stays on Twitch only for like two weeks, but I've got yeah, it. yeah. Uh, I know there are clips of it. I, I think there are clips. I think uh, chat shit get banged is on YouTube. It's on YouTube, yeah. Uh, so if you literally just type in like Classified 2020, and you'll and you'll see it. And basically, what Mike's done is you you've basically recorded. Now, did you sing live? Uh, no, it was all basically done as live, but the, it was there were too many moving parts in the thing for right. it to actually be happening when it when it happened. Ah, uh, right. So, so I thought that it was like you did like you actually did all the music and then you actually sang live, which to be fair, it's still like an impressive thing. Like it's it's amazing. You see, basically, like all the editing as well. So it's not just the music like in it and stuff. It's like the editing and like that. It was uh, it was insane. It's one of those where it's just like. Yeah, that sort of creativity. I was, I was genuinely really impressed with that. And then you've also got something coming up in, is it June? Uh, July? It's July now. We decided not to clash it with the Euros. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, so is that going to be like a similar thing? Because that's actually like a bigger bill, isn't it? Yeah, so we're going to do we're going to do a, sort of an evening on the Friday and then try and get an all-dayer on the Saturday if we can get the bands for it. Uh, we've got six bands on there now. I've got about four maybes I'm waiting to hear back from. We're going to try and get somewhere between 15 and 20 uh doing sets between sort of you know 10 minutes and half an hour and then the two headliners which is me and muscle wizard from last time we're both going to do an hour yeah that's so cool and will that be uh, on on twitch is that right that is going to be on twitch yeah so where would that where would people find that if they wanted to it's uh, twitch.tv slash one up festival, uh, the number one and then up festival. I'll cool, make cool. I'll make sure I put that in the show notes in the bottom. So if you click the description box on wherever you listen to it, it'll find the link there. So I'll make sure. I'll yeah, we'll just what I'll do, Mike, is I'll get everything from you, like all your socials and stuff, and we'll put them up because you obviously you also like go onto Twitch as well, which like uh, your Twitch stream. So, so that started. Um, from what I was aware of from you Twitch screens when you did Mike Plays Games. Yeah. Is that when you first started doing it your, uh, yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. I did the, did the charity stream and then didn't really start streaming regularly for a couple of years after that. Yeah, because that's basically... Um, so you started off, was it like... So it was like 12-hour stream and you basically sped run like a load of games. Like, yeah. So like, where did that idea come from? What, what was the... Uh, uh, I guess it's it's a small rip off of the games done quick marathons that they do, you know, where different players play, but it's a seven day marathon. So it's just a kind of it's a take on that, but it's just me, and I'm also not a very good speedrunner, so it's nowhere near <laughs> as fast. It's just fast enough, um, and it, the target is ten games in twelve hours. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Again, like the way you put it all together, again, it's like a festival bill. So. Um, usually starts about one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon, and then it yeah, goes on all the way through. And I will say, it's genuinely I put a holiday in the forums. You've done three so far, haven't you? Is it three? Yeah, I'm I'm working on the fourth, but it's uh, it's a slow. Yeah, that's yeah. It's the thing is, it's like it's. Um, I caught some of the first one, and I was like, I miss it because I came home from work, and then like I said, like the next few I put in up putting holidays for, and it's literally me, Nicola, and Kelsey. All on the sofa with like with with Twitch on the big screen, and it is just bants. You know, it's um, yeah. you know you've got obviously you're playing the games, but then you've also got like um, like Sarah, your girlfriend. You've also got like, other people, all like you've got mates around and things. And it's like it's it's like a really sort of like 
almost like, a, like it's, it's sort of what we're doing now with this sort of like obviously talking via thing. You've got some people in a room, but a lot of what you're doing as well is chatting to people via the, the Twitch chat and things as well, which is yeah. uh, is pretty amazing. Like how much um, how much goes into those into preparing for them? Uh, quite a lot. It's mostly just the practice of the games, to be honest. I'll sit and I'll play the game over and over and over and over, trying to get the time down. Just like not not to speedrunner levels, not to you know being like hyper forensic or like exploiting game mechanics or anything like that. Just <laughs> quick enough that I can do them in twelve hours, and then the third time I overran by about forty minutes because I made some pretty major fuck ups, but. Yeah, I, I think one of my favourite ones where you overrun was it wasn't actually for the actual stream itself. It's uh, one you did for. <laughs> it's one you did for. Was it like the week before? And you did the um, what was the, what was the game called? Desert Bus. So like, yeah, explain explain what happened and what the game's all about. So Desert Bus is a game. It was made by uh, the magicians Penn and Teller. And the idea of the game is that you are driving a bus in a completely straight line down a completely straight road from Tucson, Arizona to Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, it takes eight hours. There are no features at all in the game. It is just a straight road. The bus constantly veers to the right, so you have to be constantly steering for eight hours. And if you crash, which I did, you are dragged in real time back to Tucson and have to start the process again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've watched. Uh, I can't remember what a charity live stream of that. And I, yeah, I. <laughs> it was long. I remember I, um, I tuned in for about half hour and just listened to him speaking. And I was like, I had no clue about the game. Came back on. It was like, oh, it's a twelve-hour stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it about four hours in when you crashed? Four hours in, I crashed. Yeah, oh. yeah. I think to be fair, because I know you actually did then go on to actually do it. And I, I restarted. Like, I, I didn't get dragged back in real time. I reset the yeah. game. Oh yeah, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, the thing was, I remember was... like I remember watching it, and it was like because you have a thing where you can obviously like um, request songs. Yeah. That like be uh, <laughs> uh, and um, I put on one of my songs. So it was something funny. Just like trying to distract you, and my song came. I was like, oh, here's my song, and then you crashed. And I was like, no, this room. The moment. <laughs> and I remember you there going like. Oh, Right, do I start again? Do I start again? And you did, to be fair, and you and you uh, and you did finish it the second time round, which was uh, that was that was really really funny. It was a, a beautiful moment, really, where the chorus <laughs> of Africa by Toto started <laughs> just as I reached Las Vegas. It was, uh, it was moving for all of us. Is it actually is the game actually hard then, or is it kind of like does it play in your mind that you just got to it's, constantly steer? It's incredibly easy. But you just have to be constantly controlling for 12 hours when nothing really happens. I think uh, you see one stop sign in the whole, <laughs> or like a bus stop in the whole eight hours. And at one point, maybe like half an hour in, an insect crashes into the windscreen. And that's all that happens <laughs> on the entire road. <laughs> Everyone in the chat got really excited about that point. Sorry about what you said. <laughs> I was just going to say, that sounds like my idea of absolute hell. Like, in real life, just driving in a straight line and just having nothing go. Like, do you know what I mean? Because I'm like, when I'm like on a motorway and like, driving home late at night, I get like that. I'm like, your eyes start getting tired. It's a bugger playing that on a video game. Like, <laughs> that, that sounds awesome. Because, <laughs> Matt, you, you do the, the trucker live streams, so I, I think you should branch out. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was in thinking, what was it called? Desert, 
Desert Bus. Desert Bus. Desert Bus. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna have a look. Charity now. live stream. For- it's a VR <laughs> remake. Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? So when you're doing, it's obviously you've raised like a fair amount of money. In there. I think I know you got over a thousand pounds like for Mind One Year. And I remember yeah. you did that while you were playing. Was it New Vegas? There no, wasn't New Vegas. Might be Fallout Four. Fallout Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, some of the games you play are amazing as well. It's not just like um, the games you would think about speedrunning. So one of my favourite games of all time was uh, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck's World of Illusion. Oh. And yeah, I mean, like, that's, that's a nostalgia trip for for me. Yes, you've done all. Have you done all the? You've done all the Sonic games. Or the, I know you've done one and two, haven't you? One, two, and three. Yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. And yeah, it's um yeah, I think like obviously when hopefully when you do do the other one, I mean like yeah, everyone like will you know, hopefully if you follow you, like obviously check out because I they're genuinely it's they're just so much fun. Um so what point was it when you actually thought like actually I want to start doing this a bit more often? So I remember when you got affiliated and like, you know, it's sort of like and I was like, Oh, this is the first time I sort of heard about Twitch streaming being like get affiliates and stuff. Like what well, at what point was it we went Actually, I, I really actually enjoy doing this. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, it was some years ago. Uh, I can't remember really when or even what drew me to it, but I just decided that I was going to start doing it more consistently. And for the last few years, I have been, aside from taking the occasional breaks, I'm on a bit of a break at the moment. Um, it has been pretty consistent. Yeah. So we've been playing a lot of Minecraft hardcore mode. Yeah, uh, which um, I, I've I've wanted to start that so many times. And it's <laughs> it's like I, I've looked at it and I've gone, I just can't because I, I, my my um, I don't have the patience for like like those sort of like permadeath games. Like I've tried, I'm like I've got Bloodborne. I've had Bloodborne since the day it came out, and I've literally made it to the first, uh, <laughs> literally the first fart bonfire. I think like genuinely. Um, yeah. but you, you did a play playthrough of that, didn't you? Yeah, you I did up, one on stream. Yeah, came up, against, uh, as well. rock. You came up against a rock, didn't you, or something like happened with that? Yeah, I tried. <laughs> I, I thought there was a pretty imposing looking boss in a pretty shadowy room, and I went in to fight it, and it was a rock. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those games where it's like I, I get quite intimidated by games like that, where it's like it's it probably ticks every single box of a game that I would enjoy. Um, and I've even downloaded it when I got the PS5. It was like generally one of the first games I, I downloaded because it's on the PS Plus collection. And again, yeah. I got to the first bit and I was like, I just don't have it in me. I just think I don't know if it's like an age thing where I just sort of think you know I could be playing on something a bit more. Like Spider Man or something, <laughs> a bit more easier. <laughs> um, so, have you, have you got into this Among Us craze at all? Um, you know, I burnt out on it pretty fast. To be honest, mm. I got my fill pretty quick. Uh, it, I like, I really enjoyed it, and I think it 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 did show up at the right time for everybody. I think you know, it was just when we were kind of, it was clear that you know the virus numbers were coming back in force, and lockdown was here to stay, and then. Among Us just sort of appeared for everybody and, you know, it did appear at a great time and it, I, I did have a great time with it, but I just sort of started to feel like I was doing the same thing again and again and it was just, it was you, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was you. And then that would be, that would be it. And then we'd go on to oh, another yeah. game, maybe. It's you, wasn't it? No, no, not me, mate. And, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's been, what he said last time. <laughs> yeah, I've been, um, I've been getting far more into Fall Guys. Fall Guys has been my life. 
I haven't looked into playing that again. So I had it on the PlayStation, but I would have preferred getting it on the PC. So I've been looking to get it on the PC just because it's uh, it's a game. Obviously, I know a lot of people play. I was watching um, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, play on the, on the other day, and he said, uh, "Andy, have you got it? Jump on and play." And I was like, "I can't." And because it's like the 26th of January, I had no money at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, the longest so, month of ever. Oh, no, it's like the January's awful anyway. But then still like, going. A bit of I know, I know. Like, how, how hasn't it ended yet? <laughs> like, three weeks ago, it was the 20th, I swear. Uh, like... I know. <laughs> yeah, just wait for January the 32nd in a few days. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's like the, the most boring time of year. And then it's also like, the worst thing to like ever happen like in terms of like being stuck at home and everything it's like i mean i generally don't go out in january anyway but i do like socialize i obviously go to a lot of gigs and things yeah and i think that's the one thing where like um i feel like you know things have been has been difficult i think for me it's like i think recently i think that's when i've started to feel the lockdown side of things in terms of like missing gigs and everything because like um for those of you who don't know, I know Michael through uh, Download or the Download forums mainly. Um, and yeah, we um, last couple of years that we actually went to Download our camps, me and Michael camped with like a massive group of uh, friends off of the Download Festival forums. And that's like that, I think that's one thing you said about like with Among Us. I think that's something where like, I think everyone we played with were like it's like a big group of people like sort of like going filtering in like playing it from like from people we know from download and stuff. So, um, were you going to download this year or hoping to? Uh, I actually I wasn't going to be going last year. I was going to be breaking my streak because I've been to every like every download uh, from two thousand and three to the last one that happened twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to break the streak in 2020, and the world had other plans. So I'm still on the streak. <laughs> uh, I was yeah. going to go. I was going to go um, this year, but it's not looking. I'm not optimistic. Well, they said they're going to no. make an announcement like the first of March, haven't they? Yeah. The announcement's probably going to be it's not going to happen. Sorry, lads. Um, yeah, I think Glastonbury's the first domino of another devastating summer, isn't it? Yeah. It's There's so a bit difficult. of a logic behind doing the Twitch, well, turning the Twitch gig into a Twitch festival. is It's not the same, but it hopefully will give people something to rally around and enjoy when everything else is getting cancelled. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's uh, like I'm I'm quite I'd like maybe the likes of Leeds might still go ahead, but the issue is is obviously like with those sort of things is how far in advance obviously bands have to be booked, and that, that's the issue obviously because they're like you know you can't. Just but even if we're all vaccinated by what's it September they say, they reckon every adult can be vaccinated by then. I reckon you know, the like, world I reckon the world just conspired for emo kids to not get to see <laughs> again. Oh no, don't. It's, it's, like the, one, it's one, the biggest one... kick in the teeth in the whole world. I know, I know. I'm supposed to be seeing I have tickets for my chemical romance in Milton Keynes. Boston and Chicago, and oh, I won't be—I oh, definitely wow. won't be making it to Boston and Chicago. <laughs> oh no! How are they supposed to be the Boston and Chicago ones? Sorry, How are the Boston and Chicago ones. How are they oh, supposed to be? September. It's Riot Fest, and then we were going to oh. go over to Boston as well. Um, so that stuff might go ahead, but I don't think we're going to be able to travel for it. You know. That's the thing. It's like even though, like, even if we're all vaccinated, it doesn't mean, like, say, like a big place like America, they're all going to be vaccinated, and like some obviously European countries where those bands are coming from, doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be vaccinated. So it's going to be difficult to 
my to, my, my, um, my my big fear is like we're on a we're in the shit at the minute like we're all saying look it can't get any worse from here so the only way technically is kind of up hopefully if this is like, everyone's giving me a look right now if this, if this is the bottom hopefully it's up but like i'm just hoping that we go up at such a trajectory that by the time that's like i think summer's a write-off but what i don't yeah. want is i don't want us to hit summer have summer and then it go back down to winter and we end up back where we are now again if that makes sense like i hope yeah. that we're all like because I, I honestly think, like, not to be a total misery, but I don't think it's ever going to go away. It will, it will become like flu in the sense, like, it's just there. It kills a few thousand people, whatever, every year. And it's just, it is what it is. But, like, what I don't want is it don't want to, like, obviously have a summer and then go back to where we are now. Because, oh, God, I don't know what I could do with 2022 without the world. Do you know what I mean? It's just. I just, I just dread the day. Where we think it's all gone back to normal, we're standing in, in, in some festival field, and everyone looks down. And Lad Bible of all news sources has released a fucking article saying there have now been found some sort of new strain, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that is the the vaccine does not help. Whatever, and it'll just yeah. But <laughs> what about uh, so what about say Mike? You're a Man United fan, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it today, all right? Okay, so, my, I was, to be fair, I was going to touch that, but like, I do think, while I think some festivals won't go ahead, I can see sports starting to be a bit more normal, then I think I can see us going back into I mean, that side of things. Right? Yeah. I, uh, I have been sustained, really, because uh, the last football game I got to go to before they closed the doors was the Manchester Derby back in March where McTominay scored that 92nd minute goal to finish the game <laughs> off a volley from about 25 yards. Nice, I'll, I'll yeah. hold on to that for the time being, but I, I'm dying to get back. When they announced that we might get back in for the Leeds game, I was I was all over it, but then yeah. you know, went back into tier three. and Yeah, yeah I think they might be able to associate distance at, um at Borough because you know only half the people are going to go and watch them to be honest <laughs> <laughs> it's fine I normally make jokes about Swansea I'm allowed to make a Borough joke I thought, I thought you were going to make a joke about Man City I think you make a joke about Man City then I didn't know I was going yeah. to <laughs> Man City do it Man City socially distance anyway they're, you know they're, they're operating all the time at half capacity and Cardiff Cardiff are operating at fucking quarter capacity they just I'm not oh no I'm not going to run about Cardiff but they've, they've just they've, they've done. No, I am actually. This week. <laughs> this, on, this week. This week, or this well, over the last month, they've gone and spent quite a bit of money um, in the transfer market. And then that this week, they they've just applied for a loan, saying that they've just they've lost all their money and all this. And at the start of the season, at the start of the season, they were on about how if they don't get financial support by. Um, from all the Premier League clubs and that Cardiff City would go under. And then two weeks later, they go and pay £3 million in loan fees for Harry Wilson. The no, club's that is, a joke. That, 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 is, that is a Man City trade, that is. That's a Man City trade. Sounds, sounds like me buying a PS5. That's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same story. Um, yeah, I can. I do think like, sports events will be going ahead. But, but yeah, joking aside, I think 
when Middlesbrough are doing as bad as we are at the moment, I think we only pull in about 15,000 anyway, over 30,000 capacity stadium. So um, I do think some of the lower leagues can go come start coming back, and obviously they can. So they did have like a few people back, didn't they, for some games? Yeah, yeah. The Merseyside clubs had it. Um, I think Middlesbrough did as well. Maybe Bournemouth, Southampton, but it was it was only like a few cities that that got to have it back. We were in tier three basically the whole time, I think. Um, so. I know, yeah, Manchester's never really sort of come out as they've been locked out. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we... Obviously, I, f- I feel like it's going to be surreal going back to football when there's only, like, you know, it's a 75,000 capacity stadium and they're going to get to let 2,000 <laughs> people in. It's not It's not going to feel right. No. I know, but... it's... So I have been to games when it has been, like, a, like a lower capacity. Like, like joking aside, but obviously, but when... Um, the Great Britain team for the Olympics played at the Riverside Stadium. They had the women's team and then they had the men's team on. And like when with the women's team, there was genuinely like it was very very like small capacity. Uh, it was a brilliant game. I've really enjoyed it. But like again, like the atmosphere, it's like a you know like a midweek game when Middlesbrough are in the relegation zone. It's just like the atmosphere is just crap. Even if we do really well, it's just like the weirdest sort of like there's like this weird echo. And you can hear people like just talking to each other. It's, like, it's just the weirdest yeah. like, I, I reckon that every, almost every gig I've ever played has been socially distanced <laughs> by accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, I, I mean, hopefully, gone. Sorry. I was going to say, I, I have a really weird story about a, uh, a women's football match. Um, it, was when I, it was when I was younger. Um, my school sent out a letter and they were offering. Um, to be to go and just do a training day with the Welsh women's team, um, but they wanted girls to go. For some reason, I decided to fill out the letter and hand it in and go. <laughs> so I sat sat there with hundreds of girls, uh, about eight years old, and then I went in the wrong tent, and I ended up being a mascot for the Swedish international women's team. <laughs> <laughs> and I came out, and it was just. <laughs> And there was just this Swedish woman. She's like, "Are you the only boy?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing." And I came away, and I remember I had these. The, I, I remember going back to school, and my PE teacher was just like, "Did you have a fun race?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah." And she went, "You weren't meant to go." And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> "That's <laughs> mad." Like, I could just see the conversation going right. That lad over there, right? Like, did you have to wear anything, or did you just walk him out? Yeah, no, I had to. I had to wear. And this is even worse. So, because it was meant to be obviously a girl that was the mascot, I had to wear a women's, um, well, the, the women's Swedish. The, yeah, was it Swedish kit? Yeah, I think it was a Swedish kit. So, I, uh, I think I still have the shorts somewhere, but yeah, no, they're, they're, they're women's. They're women's shorts. And I know that now because they they didn't they didn't fit me. I know I remember then because it was my size, but women's size, or whatever. Yeah, the old size. But... I mean, that, I have been that, quite... is, that is next level lad behaviour. That is, <laughs> you were just trying to get in the dressing room like age eight. Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it it's really weird. <laughs> I'm glad that it all came back in the end. Though, like we were able to. Uh... Obviously, like get football on TV at least, and like for me, obviously, I'm a massive Formula One fan. 
Uh, there's my reference uh, to Formula One on the podcast. We, every every podcast, I have to mention Formula One at least once. We always get Formula One, Tour, and Creeper <laughs> every every podcast. Um, I think, like personally, I do think that for, that I know Formula One obviously being be held because that was obviously on last year. And I think the good thing about Formula One is is you don't need an audience to make watching it on TV any better. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's we've been quite lucky in that regard that like that side of things has actually that actually got us through the year like every Sunday because they had so many sort of crap together so every weekend starting from the Friday you had something to sort of get you through it and I think like for, for sports fans I think we're quite lucky that we did have that horrible bit where there was nothing and I think when things sort of came back and it was like it made things so much like better but I I, I can see it allowing fans in this year because they did a, a some European tracks um, last year and then Obviously, by that point, July, hopefully, I don't know. It's and also like unlike football matches, obviously where you've all, all seen, they are like it's it's really spread out anyway. Uh, yeah. uh, a race course, so I I I, I think that uh, that will be going ahead. It's it's just so frustrating because you just sort of like I saw someone put on Facebook earlier on when someone said like you know saying uh, when things go back to normal or when we see each other, it's starting to sound like you know when I go on my diet next week. It's that thing <laughs> where it's just like you know you say it and you're like. You sort of have to say like, when things if things go back to normal like next month, but it probably won't. <laughs> you know, it's like, like it's that's the new thing. Like last year, it was like oh, having a few beers with my mate, socially distanced, of course. This year, it's uh, <laughs> this year it's uh, yeah, when things go back to normal, but they probably won't. Just because you you want to put that on the edge, just like you don't seem silly for seeing being hopeful, but. Um, the, um, the, the meme that's uh, got around of the, it's the photo of the old fella and the young girl and uh, the old guy saying gigs back soon and the little girl saying <laughs> yeah. that it's been 60 years <laughs> <laughs> so have you actually got your tickets for download this year then uh, no I just I've not booked anything um, no. you know yeah, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it you know it's yeah. I think the thing that's probably the best sort of way to look at it really is to sort of have that uh, in there because you were spoke, you were going to Poppy last year, weren't you? To what? Sorry. Poppy. Yes. Poppy. Yeah, yeah. I've still got my ticket sitting downstairs. Yeah, because yeah, that was like I, I, I remember thinking that was actually the first because I remember at the time like it was like the week before, and yeah. like, I was actually I was actually looking forward to that because I know that I was going to the Manchester one, so I was looking forward since I know loads of people that we all know were actually going to the Manchester one, and I remember thinking like. Do I want to go? And then I think yeah. that was like the first. I think that was the first gig in the UK to get cancelled. Yeah, it's definitely um, the first thing I had that got cancelled. Yeah, and then obviously like things like I think the worst thing about last year for people like in who like our sort of music is like obviously a creeper come back after their like year long hiatus. You had my couple Crowbats come back after like you know years of like not being together and people wanting to see him. And then like a lot of younger people like Kelsey who absolutely loves my couple Crowbats, they've come back. And then, like, you know, we're going to see him. I remember, like, booking those tickets uh, took me about three hours to book them. Yeah. And, like, it came up uh, on my time hop literally, like, two days ago saying, oh, my God, I've got Michael Crowman's tickets. And I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, if only future me knew what was going to happen. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, at least, at least my chemical romance, they can put it back a few years. Like, Motley Crue got back together. <laughs> <laughs> How many years those guys have got left. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, because uh, so I'm obviously a massive Motley Crue fan, so I was quite happy about them, even though they're crap. 
<laughs> oh, fucking awful, but I will be there every time. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that's a bit of a kicker. But, yeah, my couple programs, like you said, they can push it back quite easily. I just think it's, uh, I think, for the amount of effort that like everyone went into for buying their tickets, because, like, I had three computers open and two mobile phones. Yeah. I put the day off work for it to put the tickets up. And, like, it was just a case of refresh, refresh, refresh. And then someone was like, another date's open, right? Refresh, refresh. And then, like, we got, like, three seats, like, at the back. And, like, we're supposed to go with a friend. And I messaged her. I said, like, we've got three tickets. Like, she goes, I'll oh, just go, just go, just go without me, sort of thing. It's fine. <laughs> I'll stay here. Uh, I should have felt really bad about But I did ask, you know, beforehand. Yeah. But um, it was... Yeah, and then like, I remember the, like we had written it off and we thought, it's not going to happen. We're not going to do it. It's just not going to happen. And then Nicola refreshed her mobile phone. Uh, and she was like, I've got three. I've got three. I've got them again. I've got them again. Because like, um, when I was messaging my friend, um, they timed out. It was like, <laughs> and I remember just saying, like, oh, my God. That was like the worst thing ever. It was just awful. I, I've said, I'd already... I've said, I've said this on, on the podcast before, but... Uh... I remember when I was trying to buy tickets, so I was in an office, um, and there's about 20 people in this sales office, and um, 9 o'clock on the dot, the tickets went on sale, so um, my boss was always like a little bit late at doing his like briefing at 9 o'clock, and I was like, Joe, can we like hurry, can we go crack on at 9 o'clock, because like, I need to be on the computer at 9 o'clock today, and he's like, alright mate, you're very keen to get on the phone, alright, no worries, literally, <laughs> 9 o'clock, and um, what I didn't realise was my sales manager and about six other people were all trying to get tickets. So they were all backing me up, <laughs> going, yeah, come on, Joe, hurry up. We need to get this ready, mate. Anyway, nine o'clock of old run. There is meant to be, like, obviously all on the phone trying to sell shit. It was silent for about ten minutes. <laughs> and, like, my sales manager, like, the whole boss of the office, said nothing. And even like, the director, Joe, was like, why is it so quiet in here? And we're like, hang on. One second. One second. <laughs> and there was just a flurry of... Yes, I got fucking tickets. <laughs> and like I done it first, and then I realised the person next to me, beside me, across the office, had all got them as well. So we were all just like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what's going on? It's like, oh, we've all just got tickets to the same gig. That's all. Like, <laughs> they're like, oh, is it, I have only got cancelled. So, is it a, yeah, a big gig? And I was like, yeah, it's a pretty important gig for us. <laughs> like, I've only waited like twelve years, whatever it was, been. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Uh, I remember like when, because like, that's the thing, it was like one of those bands where I said, like, if you ever get back together, I promised Kelsey I didn't care where they were playing. You know, we were, we were going to see them, you know, it doesn't matter where they were playing. And then, uh, yeah, so hopefully this year, but, you know, it's yeah. what, end of end of June, isn't it? They've pushed it back to. Yeah. yeah. It, works, mm. it, works, it works the same quite well because um, I managed to get tickets and a bit like with Kelsey, I promised my younger sister who's four years younger than me and I was like if they ever come back we're going doesn't matter where in the world we're going and they would get obviously they came back and the day that I'd got was the same weekend that her other half's best mate was getting married and she was like there's just no way he'll leave me and I'm like you're pregnant with his child you're a house together he's not gonna leave you he will definitely leave me if I don't go to this fucking wedding and I'm like did you tell him it was my couple chromas yeah I told him <laughs> she still leave me anyway. It got postponed, and I, I then got her a ticket um, uh, for her birthday. And uh, yeah, she's she's not me and her have had like a fairly um, what's the word? A love hate relationship. 
And I think she hugged me for the first time in about 10 years. <laughs> she's a lawyer. I was like, what the fuck was that for? And she's like, this is the best day of my whole fucking life. And I was like, all right, then, you know. But the best bit is, where what I'm supposed to be saying, I'm, st- I'm going on my own on the Saturday, and then I'm coming back on the Sunday, and then we're going again on Sunday. So I get to see them on Saturday, get all the kind of crying emotion out, and be like, and then come Saturday, I can just stand like the cooler older brother, being like, what are you crying for? Seeing my cool crying. It's like, I've already had my cry twice. <laughs> I, I had the same with, so me and my mate Dylan, we both agreed that if Tool ever came to the UK again, I got the reference. There we go. Uh, <laughs> that we would hundred percent go, uh, and then they they headline download, and the rest is history because that was my first ever download. So, uh, mine for that was yeah the I will go anywhere in the world for this band. Uh, I did for the uh, Danzig Jerry Only Misfits reunion in Chicago. Nice. Don't we'll <laughs> never ever regret that. We just like we just booked it. Fuck it, it, it will work it out. We'll make it. I remember when you put those tickets, you literally put screenshot. You went right. I've booked things. I don't know. I'm getting there. Haven't you done that this year for another? Was that you or some other, some other people? Uh, well, we're we'll going to Riot Fest again, but right. I mean, that's September. I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. It's like a lot. Of, we've become. It's like you know, when you're at download, you suddenly become a professional in like uh, in the weather. You're like, oh, them clouds. You know, you sort like the wind's blowing that way, so they're not coming this way. <laughs> Say with that, you're like, you become like a great case in months. Okay, so they're doing X amount of vaccines, and they're doing X amount of people a day, and they're doing like, say, am I in this group? So I might be able to go, maybe. Yeah, um, my, my Discord has a, a vaccine bot that is uh, <laughs> cluing me in on every day. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, to be fair, they are flying ahead with them, so you never know with the vaccines, but. Um, I'm say I'm lucky because I've got uh, high, really high blood pressure, so I fall in like the group that should be vaccinated in about March, April. Oh right, okay. So uh, I'll get the uh, the chip put in me quite early on. So I'm quite... <laughs> Bill Gates will be keeping his eye on you. Oh yeah. So oh, he, he's in his office again. Yeah, he's in his office. He's in Morrison's again. <laughs> That's what makes me die about these people that say shit like that. Because it's like, you know, every single one of them has got an Alexa or a Google thing on their phone or in their. Well, just their a mobile phone. Yeah. yeah and I'm just, just like, they, they think that that's the way they're going to get you for, for an injection. Like, do you know what I mean? Hey, um, Alexa, is Bill uh, Gates <laughs> going to spy on me with the vaccination? Sorry, I don't know that one. Of course you don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no thing is, is. We were recording a podcast the other day, weren't we? I don't know if it was on just me and Matt did. And like halfway through the thing, my Google went, um, started talking to me. And I'm like, I didn't even say anything. And it's just, just gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, you, you haven't spoken to me in an hour. You haven't spoken to me in an hour. Do you, do you need anything at all? <laughs> I don't like it. But, it's, yeah. it's too weird, too freaky. Like... <laughs> I, I absolutely love We even got a, a Google Nest um, through Spotify. They sent you like a free one. And now we've got like four, I think, in different rooms and stuff like that. It's like earlier on, I was it was in here. I had a bit of a headache, and I said, uh, um, "Hey, Google, send a board." Can't say it. It's, yeah, it's gone off. <laughs> <laughs> send a broadcast. 
And um, and I was like, oh, can someone bring up some paracetamol, please? And then from downstairs, because our kitchen's right below, so I, so I said, can someone get some paracetamol for me, please? And all I heard was Kelsey's voice from downstairs going, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, okay. Yeah, so um, I, I think, uh, personally, I mean, like, I'm all about technology and stuff. You know, I love all that. So, you know, if, and again, like, Bill Gates wants to stick to fucking chip and me, can do. Um, <laughs> Like like Mike said, you know, it's like you know, I'm <laughs> I'm literally doing nothing interesting. You know, I've got like, yeah. So if he wants to follow me, can do it. So it's fine. But yeah, I think like it's one of those things where like hopefully at some point this year we'll go to some form of gig. But did any of you manage to go and see any socially distanced gigs at all? I've got three. They've all been postponed again. Um, Sleep token. Uh, in Manchester, Raging Speed Horn in Manchester, and The Hell in London, but they've all oh, been man. they've all been put back. Uh, I don't mind if they get postponed. You know, hopefully I'll get to go to them eventually. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like I'm, I'm at the point now where it's like I'm not just missing gigs. I'm missing walking in and seeing all the instruments on the stage. Yeah, and the backdrop there, like for the opening band, and like if you look behind the backdrop, you can see like the the backdrop for like the main band, and you can see their drums and stuff. I think it's like little things like that or like Oh I mean I want to spend six quid on a shit pint. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like, you know, it's there's so many things like you that I hated at gigs. Like hated like and I'm thinking I've really missed that now. You know, like or like even though things I did like like um in between the bands and like you know the DJ puts on something like uh, all the small things by Blink one eighty two. And you just <laughs> whole it's all it's all gay bars another one. You know, like everyone's just singing it, and it's like you know, it's that sort of thing that I'm I'm starting to miss that now. Not even just seeing bands; it's like when the lights switch off and that sort, of, and everyone goes, oh, "Fuck!" It's like it's about to start, sort of thing. So, um, I, I, I vow when gears come back to never complain about being designated driver ever again. I don't care. <laughs> just get me to a gig now. Like I don't care that I have to drive. Oh yeah, that's it. I'm never going to complain about the price of a beer or how busy it is or any of the inane shit I used to moan about with gigs. <laughs> like this this year, so last year I, I did go to three gigs. I went to see um, Interrupters, uh, Slipknot and Bowling for Soup and like uh, and Bowling for Soup, Soup was, was one of my three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bowling for Soup we were seated because it was like my nephew's Christmas present. He's only 10. So oh, uh, nice. he, he absolutely loved it. But um, Interrupters and Slipknot we were right at the front for. And everyone pushed forward, and like I was like, I'm not. In, I, I just wasn't in the right headspace at the time. I was like, right, I'm, I'm going to bail. So like, um, when the interrupters started, I was like, I sat down. And I was like, oh shit, I'm starting to feel a bit panicky now. I said to Nicola, I was like, you two, okay? Nicola and Kelsey, it's right in front. I was like, you two, okay? If I fall back, and they're like, yeah, it's fine. And then like, as soon as the interrupters came on, I was like, straight in the pit. Like I was there, like going, oh, God, I'm panicking. I'm having a bit of a panic attack. And then like as soon as they literally came out, I was like, right, I'm in the pit now. And like, same with Slipknot, I had the exact same thing with Slipknot. I had a tiny bit of a panic attack, and it's like, now I actually think in that regard that it's actually improved my mental health because it has made me sort of, like, realise... Like, I understand, obviously, for a lot of people, like, it has had a massive effect on mental health and stuff like that. But, like, for me personally, a lot of the stuff I did feel set off my mental health, I think, like, I actually... The stuff I was actually taking for granted, you know, stuff you actually didn't realise that was actually, like, you know, a, a good thing, so... For me, I mean, you never know. I mean, I might go back and I might start panic attacks. <laughs> I don't know. But... No way of knowing, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I should. I, my <laughs> my brain is is fucking rubbish. 
I should be having a terrible time through lockdown, <laughs> but somehow I've found this balance where I don't know, everything's sort of okay. Well, I was gonna say, I, I think like I, obviously what you said at the beginning of the podcast, like you sound like you're so busy anyway, you haven't got time to have a wobble. Do you know what well, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, just, like doing like a million and one things all, all the same time, so I think it's all about like, you know, I mean like we've used this time, I think like um you know, we, we have used this time really well in terms of, like, trying to improve ourselves. So, like we said, we've got a 3D printer back there, um, which I actually ended up buying because of a, an Among Us game, uh, where in between games, I was chatting away to someone, someone was like, oh, I've just put in the Discord something I've printed. I'm like, what do you mean printed? It's like 3D printed. I've heard of 3D printers before, but I always thought they were, like, super expensive. Yeah, so they were. Like, yeah, and then someone was like... Um, Oh, I've got this. I've got this 3D printer. I'm there going like, oh, have a look at this. So I literally, um, yeah, ended up uh, like looking up. And I was like, fucking hell, like this one here, it's really good. And, like um, I'm sure you guys have all seen the stuff I've, I've put on Facebook and what I've printed. And it was only like 200 quid. Uh, in order to get, I did put like a little PowerPoint uh, presentation together, <laughs> to, like, sort of, like, you know, like sort of to, to uh, convince her to get it, let me buy it. But um, yeah, it's really good. But then as well, like I've got. Um, I'm not here, but I've like started doing digital arts. Uh, like I've never, I've always been a pretty bad drawer, but I've sort of taken that opportunity to sort of like you know do art and everything, and uh, um, just have a bits and pieces, like you know, just to sort of like try and sort of use this time where I, where I wouldn't usually have the opportunity to do stuff. I'm actually trying to use it to like do to like do stuff that I don't, I've always wanted to do, not have the chance, and I think that's the important thing. I can understand though, it's like. For some people, it might, like you know, being like, if you are very very social, not seeing like anyone, it must be it must be bad. So like, I'm like the same as you, Mike. You know, I should be, and I was at the very start of it. I was like going mental, <clears throat> and then like you sort of like my anxiety like really bad, and then it like I don't know. I just sort of found like a nice sort of like middle ground for myself. So it's sort of like sometimes up, sometimes it's down, but for, like the most part, I've just sort of coasted through. So. I'm happy to play through a bit longer, but I am getting to the point where I'm like, like <laughs> I, I'm all out now. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know, it was weird, because at the start of it, and for the, for the majority of this whole pandemic, um, I've kind of treated it as like, oh, cool, I get to kind of stay home, I'll just use this time to relax, and just do shit, like, and we, we started the podcast, which is really, is really fun, it's gone strength, strength, and just doing things that I never thought I'd do. Um, and then I've kind of now got into the routine of working and then coming home and sleeping and going into work again. And I'm just like, it's just horrible that there's no like, there's no in between between work and, and sleep, basically. Like, that's what's really struggling, making me struggle at the moment is there's, there's kind of no respite. I, uh, I've, I've, I'm trying again to kind of find ways. So, like, we, you know, I have. Like, you know my discord community that surrounds my stream we do like movie nights on fridays just finding ways to like interact with people in yeah. some way when you can't physically and then i'm doing the eps again i'm doing monthly this year i've been mixing today um i'm gonna do 12 instead of 24 this time so hopefully it'll be a little <laughs> less uh overall taxing but yeah just like I feel like if I just never ever slow down, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like 
it's it's a good way to sort of be like I, I, every payday I always end up buying myself something that's uh ends up like you know needs time and like you know things but like board games is one thing that I've really sort of like put loads of money into oh. last year because again like, I'm quite lucky that Nicola and Kelsey are like like me they're quite nerdy so I was like right we're buying board games we've got games that like um, one game called Twilight Imperium which literally takes about like eight hours to play so that's like a whole day you know it's like a lot of people think that's a whole day wasted but for me Nicola and Kelsey it's like a whole day <coughs> full of something that we enjoy and like I think we've done the Lord of the Rings extended edition marathon twice and I have mentioned it, yeah. And I've also mentioned about doing it again soon. I'm like, can we do a lot of things again in a day? It's like, yeah, just uh, but again, like you know, it's I think we're really lucky that obviously the three of us, even though we live with a teenager, we're all really, really similar, so we're quite lucky in that regard. But, um, yeah, I think that like, I agree with that. Like, you just, I just don't think you can stop. And I just think about if you fill your time with things, yeah, um. um... On that, we've um, like we managed to keep our D and D campaign going. Like we never stopped. That is that is a weekly occurrence. We're like you know we're taking a couple of weeks off, but we've played like I think about 30, 30 sessions. You know through lockdown, just we just instead of sitting around a table, we sit in our own homes over webcams with each other. But it's just it's something. It's some excuse for five. You know five. Yeah, five of us to get together online yeah. once a once a week. I guess kind of like it's you know starting a podcast. At least you're <laughs> then you've got like mandated time with your friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's how uh... um, things started really through lockdown and just a need to do something, a need to have something to do. Like because you just get so sick of four wall syndrome and at least at least when you have a podcast you can go are you feeling it too is it just me like do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah the thing about the podcast that we do is we just talk about loads of random shit and we have like you know it's uh there's never like a set sort of thing so one week we won't so the one coming out tonight after recording is uh what we did on social media and we just like ranted about how shit social media is for like an hour and a half and then like when you know where uh, we're <laughs> Yeah, and then we're recording a podcast. But then we've like said, like obviously, I started on this podcast as a guest, uh, and then I just wouldn't go away. Really, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know um, that's not true. <laughs> and then, um, but then we're like, you know, we're like, it's one of those things where it's. Uh, so I've wanted, I've been wanting to ask you, Mike, to come on for ages. And there's a couple of other friends uh, we also have also went on. But then on like Monday, we're doing a, a recording a podcast with. Um, so I'm still not too thinking about saying with yet, just obviously because things can happen. Uh, but it's one I've, I have, like, you, you do are aware of. Uh, and it's, like, it's amazing that, like, you know, that's where this, like, little thing that's sort of come out, of, out there. And I'm actually on Monday, we're going to be interviewing someone who, you know, I, I look up to, like, quite a bit. And yeah. also have, like, you know, and it's, like, it's amazing. And it's, uh, you know, and again, like, it's something I just shot them an email one day, just randomly went, I, I know you, like, this and you were on this and like you know it's uh you have sort of same sort of taste in music as us do you want to come on he was like yeah no issues at all but he's really looking forward to it so it's one of those things where you know you end up doing stuff i think a lot of people you know have used this time really really well um i wish i'd used a bit of time to lose weight though i think that's all <laughs> I, wish I, had I did but then christmas happened <laughs> there was no this way is... in a lock you know in effectively a lockdown christmas that i was going to be trying to be healthy i um 
it has been beer, wine and food. And that has really carried through to January because it's cold and it's crap and we can't be asked. <laughs> yeah, like usually like this for Christmas last year, I said to like, at the beginning of 2020, I said to Nicola, I was like, right, we're going to your mum's this year for Christmas because she's a really good cook. And I said, I can't be asked cooking. And after about two months into lockdown, I said, I'm doing Christmas this year. I said, there's no way I'm not having like my Christmas dinner yeah. this year because... And then our fucking oven broke and we had to have it around Nicholas Mums anyway on Christmas Day. <laughs> so, um, I still cooked it, so it was fine. Right. But yeah, we, uh, yeah, it was just, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of things where like, yeah, I have done a lot of stuff different, but there's a lot of tradition that you you want to keep in. Just like you said, right, as soon as, uh, you know, like next time I go to a gig, it's like I'm having, I'm having a beer, like you said, an expensive beer, unless it's like happens before my not drinking, which is like, end of June, so you probably will be. <laughs> um, yeah, but you'll be all right. So, uh, but again, like last year, I tried doing that, not drinking for X amount of weeks, and I think it ended in May. I was supposed to do it until, like, back end of June again. I think it got to May, and I was like, I can't do this without without having a beer. I need a beer, because this is doing my head in. Whereas now, I think I'm a lot more used to it, and it's just a case yeah, of, fair. like, so I've, like so I've done a month, like, four weeks today, I think it is, not having a drink. And then, like, I sort of look ahead and go, <laughs> especially because I've got a bottle of Trooper in my fridge as well. Um, <laughs> but I think, like, what you're saying about your D&D and stuff like that, when when you all get back together again, like, that first campaign you do together. It's going to be really special, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's gonna I've, be... I've been talking about it for about a year, but it's going to be special. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, I imagine, like, correct me if I'm wrong, it's going to be one of those things where, like, this is how I would do it if it was me, because I'm, I'm sad. But I'm, I'm a bit like you in this regard, Mike. I'm quite creative. But I would say everyone has to get dressed up as their characters. Oh, I'm really going to try and set the scene, you know. Yeah, and then, like, you know, everyone, like, you know, we have themes, you know, so that we'll have turkey legs or whatever for, like, whoever doesn't eat uh, meat and stuff like that. And, like, you know, really make a thing of it and, like, make it, like, a like an event sort of thing. I think it's something that's, like, I don't think you'll take those, we'll take those things for granted. Like, my favourite board game is a game called Secret Hitler. Oh, it's like a, <laughs> oh. <laughs> same. And as you know, it's a very social thing. And like the more the more people you have, the better it is, or the yeah. worse the arguments are. And like it's one I always play with my family. And like again, like I've just been saying, I just want to play Secret Hitler with my family. I just want to play Secret Hitler with my family. So like when um when we get to go back together again, I'm gonna have like a big games that where we play Secret. I'm not gonna put like Nazi flags up because that's gonna be too far. None of us were thinking it. <laughs> a bit too far, you said. A bit too far. So yeah, well, that's what I'm not going to do. I know, we are gonna, I'm going to make like a really big thing of it and like, you know, we'll play loads of games and I'll like do themes and like, you know, the game Werewolf. Like, you know, like, have, yeah, yeah. like set like a thing up on my lights, you know, so they flash like red and then like do sound effects and things. And I think really make it like a lot more sort of special, I think. You know, then go back into normal shit they usually do. But yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, maybe when, when we get this sort of stuff back, it is just going to be people throwing ridiculously extravagant <laughs> parties for no fucking reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They can see people again, right? Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I just can't wait. Hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later. We were allowed out for a bit, as you said, you know, in yeah. in the summer, you know, and I, I did get to go around my family and we did have a game of Secret Hitler because I made them. <laughs> um, but you know, the thing is, like, it's, it's one of those things where I think this is really going to sort of show how much you like. Yeah, you actually really value your friends, and like you know when 
you know, like when we all sort of meet up and download and stuff or wherever. Again, I'm going to cry. Oh yeah, yeah. Next next time I see a significant number of my friends again, I am 100% going to cry. I am going to I'm going to be an emotional wreck. I think everyone will. Like that first gig, it's just going to be friends just crying and hugging and like yeah. whoever is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh... the two boys don't know this yet, but as soon as like gigs are definitely like back on, we're gonna find a mutual meeting place. Go to any gig in that mutual meeting place and just get drunk. Bowling for soup. Yeah, Come bowling for soup. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, we'll find. Like, I think <laughs> probably correct me if I'm wrong, but I say somewhere like Birmingham's pretty central for everybody. For a kind of Wales coming yeah. down from Borough, I've all come from Norfolk, so yeah, about right. Ish, yeah, anyway, yeah, somewhere, yeah. somewhere like that, somewhere shit. Go there, get absolutely. <laughs> and I don't even care who we see. I'll go and see Bolland for soup, or I'll go and see some terrible punk band. What if, I've no what idea, if, just whoever. I don't care. What if Tool are playing? That'd be the <laughs> tour. Yeah, you have to wait Tool. 13 years for that, but then maybe we'll be in lockdown for that long. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, no, I, I can't wait. I think, I think the longer we wait, I think the thing is, it's like we all know it's going to happen. When it happens, I think it's just going to be an absolute party. I, I'm, it's, I'm so looking forward to it. The worst thing is, I feel like I can't. I don't want to be the first person to throw their toys out of the pram like a toddler and be like, "I want gigs back." <laughs> but I do. Oh, that was me. Like, I don't you know worry what I mean? about it. <laughs> like, like people are dying and stuff. There's more important things. But like, I really miss live music. I really miss seeing my friends. Like. <laughs> Yeah, like it's bloody shit. But... It's just like you know when you wake up in the morning on the Friday at download and you can hear them sound check in on the main stage. You hear that oh, bass yeah. and drums, and then like that long walk from like I'll never complain about that walk again. That's a lie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll be able yeah, to complain about that walk. Yeah, yeah, but like you know when you sort of went after you've been searched, you come around the corner of it, and then you see like the main stage. I mean that bit's always on the Friday morning. That's always quite an emotional sort of bit for me. Anyway, I do always feel like a pang of emotion. But I think next time I see that, it's just going to be like, you know, I think a lot of people are just going to be like, just that, that first bit, there's going to be like a bit when they search everyone and then like a crying section. And if <laughs> everyone just sort of like, oh, back. Like, I, I, yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be absolutely amazing. It's, uh, I'm very much excited for it. Yes, definitely. Um, anyone else got anything to add? Anything to say? Reese, do you want to ask the uh, usual question? I, I will. So, oh, I, forgot, we always, I forgot we're doing this. I forgot. <laughs> we we always end our podcast with, with guests on a very specific question, and that is, what is your controversial musical opinion? So if you need a bit of clarity or context, we had Adam from Bloodstock on who said that he really likes Kylie. We ha- I've gone on record, off record, I couldn't repeat it because it's real bad i said some truly horrific things about one of the beatles um which i'm not going to repeat because i would get shot um literally um <laughs> what, what did you say andy i can't remember what you your one was oh uh, do you not remember oh yeah yeah he said that deftones was shit and andy was the og much, he was the original i pretty much walked off the podcast at that point um <laughs> yeah we had Mine was slayer aren't that great <laughs> well um <laughs> Thing is, I don't really have guilty pleasures with music. You know, I, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm happy to admit and cop to all of the daft shit that I like. But if I was to think of something, I'd say Chinese democracy was worth the wait. 
<laughs> that is genuinely controversial. I like that. <laughs> I like that one. That's really good. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, yeah. So, where can people keep up to date with you and your music and things? Where's the best place to follow you? Uh, best place is um, Facebook uh, is uh, just Scumface. Uh, Mike from Scumface.bandcamp.com. Twitch slash Slops TV. And I guess that's probably the lot. Yeah, awesome. So if you send them over to Andy or in the chat, I'll put them in the show notes. So they'll all be linkable and clickable. So, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on, sir. Um, oh, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having gonna me. We're going to do the, uh, the podcast famous fake goodbye. Well, we're going to say goodbye, but we don't hang up. Just because of the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we will see you all next time. Bye, everybody. So bye, people. Bye. 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 bye.